Over just the past few hours, I've been asked by many people what I believe is a good Christian response to Governor Bill Lee's executive order for Tennessee and to stay at home, restricting all travel only to the essentials. How are we to respond as good Christians living in the society? My response comes from the words of the Apostle Peter in his first epistle in the second chapter. Let us look at it together. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh, which wage war against your soul. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be the emperor as supreme or to governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. For this is the will of God that by doing good you should put to silence the ignorance or foolish people. Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but as living as servants of God. Honor everyone. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the emperor. Here we see Peter quoting directly from Exodus 19 when he calls the church a royal priesthood and a holy nation. Peter is speaking to the church just as Moses spoke to Israel, calling them to be a holy nation, a kingdom of priests. Peter is quoting these verses because it encompasses the mission of God's people to be a blessing. How are they to be a blessing? To be a kingdom of priests, a people who point others to God. And by being a holy nation, by being set apart from the nations around them, because the way that they live in service to the God that is among them, they are to be set apart. And then Peter applies why the mission of God's people in the Old Testament is the same for the people in the New Testament. In the end of verse 9, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into a marvelous light. He summarizes God's mission for God's people as being the same in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Yet Peter goes even further in verses 11 and 12. Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh, which wage war against your soul. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. The ESV helps us understand this by saying, Believers are to live godly lives even though they will often be criticized by unbelievers. When believers do good deeds, some unbelievers will repent and believe and thus glorify God. Peter clearly alludes to Matthew 5.16. Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. We are to honor God 
to those around us by living as God's people today, pointing people to God and living holy lives, being set apart from those around us so that everything that we do brings glory to God so that others looking at us might do the same thing. Yet Peter continues, Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether to the emperor as supreme or to governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to the praise of those who do good. For this is the will of God. Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution. The first responses I received to this verse was, well, what happens when the government oppresses its people? And this is a very good question, but that is not what Peter's talking about here. Here, Peter is saying that the human institutions that God have set up do what is right. They punish those who do bad and they glorify those who do good. And this is exactly how God rules providentially his creation with justice and righteousness. And Peter calls the church to live as free people, but living as servants of God. With these new restrictions that our governor has handed down for all residents in our state to stop our travel only except when necessary, we are wise to heed these words and to obey him. For Peter is telling us that by doing so, we are living as free people, servants of God, a holy nation and a kingdom of priests, so that we might bring others into the church so that they might do the same thing. Glorify the name of God. Paul uses the same language in Romans 13, 1 through 4. May we continue to be a holy nation, a kingdom of priests for the glory of God.